welcome to the Man Cave and Merry Merry Christmas. This is the only podcast that's hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first names. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And each week we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over the latest uh, movies on Amazon or music or books and podcasts. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Oh my God, I can't <laughs> wait for our Christmas album to come out. And I, as yeah. I'm speaking those words, I'm realizing that's not a terrible idea. No, not at all. We both have microphones. Yes. And we could do it pentatonic style and oh. not have to hire any musicians or anything. I think pentatonics is the only group that has really launched, like, the 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 most recent like newish Christmas song that landed in my heart is the mm-hmm. one that everybody I don't want a lot yeah. for Christmas. That's the only one that I have considered a modern one that has become a classic in some way. Oh, and sure. Maybe the George Michael one. Oh, the Wham one. Yeah. Oh, that's that's forty five years old though. Yeah, but uh, last yeah. Christmas I gave yeah, that you one. my heart. I yeah. never loved that song though. I didn't love it the way I would love a. I'm dreaming of a white sure. Christmas, right? Yeah. So it's interesting, but uh, but um, so it hasn't become. No, I haven't. None of the new ones. Like there, I see everybody has these new people try to come out with new Christmas albums, and I listen to them, and I'm like, meh. Isn't that interesting? Have, have you have you heard any new Christmas songs that you're like? I feel there like you Kelly go. Clarkson has one. Oh. I feel like she has a heartbreaking Christmas song. I could be wrong, but she can do no wrong. So. Uh, I think I like the the happy Claire? Christmas songs though. <laughs> Claire, can you please? But I also I found out yesterday remember. that Taylor has a Christmas album, which I I didn't know about that because it wasn't in the concert. It wasn't in her essentials playlist. So how could I possibly know? But it must be a Christmas album that she must have done years ago. I would imagine it was a guitar and very underproduced White Christmas, which was good. Oh. All right, yeah, she did classics. She is a classic. For those who missed our pre-show, it was very Taylor-focused. <laughs> what so isn't? If you're not a fandy and you want to hear more about Taylor Swift, please Can join us at mandcave.com slash fandy. Patrick was just out of town and confessed that um, he was playing Taylor Swift very loudly in his hotel room every morning to get ready and get psyched up. And he's like, the people next door must have been like, what is he doing? Why? How could somebody start their day like that? But he maintains it's the only way to start your day. Yes, and, then, and you say confessed, but you mean bragged. Bragged, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And then he was singing Taylor, too. He was at a convention. He was singing Taylor, humming Taylor. And one of the fans heard him doing it. And the next day, brought him a freaking friendship bracelet that said Patrick Fabian on it. Oh, Come on here now. Here it is. I mean. The magic of Taylor. Uh, it's the magic of friendship bracelets. Those things are exquisite artistry. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Well, yeah. before we jump into the thing we watched for yeah. our assignment, I yeah. would like to update you on what I've been watching on a loop 24-7, can't stop. And if you say, I never watched that, okay, that could actually be a friendship ender. I know I've threatened before. Are you sure? I realized my TV has this weird Pluto TV. I'm not sure, but when you turn on the TV yeah. before you select Netflix, Netflix or whatever, you could watch Pluto TV, sure. which has very limited channels and one program on each channel that just runs on a loop. 
And one of those channels is showing family ties. <gasps> oh, I Did love watch- family ties. Okay. okay. I was a Friendship huge fan. But now, to be honest, I never watched anything super regularly because I was, I don't know, we were out in the country. We were always, it took us 45 minutes to drive to school each way. And because I went to a small school, there was like cheerleading and band and the show. We had to do everything. There was no downtime. (laughs) So I didn't watch a lot of TV. I know you didn't. But last week, I can't remember what the show was. You surprised me when you said, oh, yeah, I never missed it. I love that show. So I can't remember what we were talking about. We're wonderful. But, Claire, can you look at the show notes from last week yeah. and see which? Please. There was Dukes of Hazard. There was Little House in the yeah, Prairie. Right. So you have seen a lot of TV Everybody shows. Everybody loves and then, Raymond. And yes. then you claim, oh, but I didn't watch a lot of TV. But you have, there are shows that you really know and That's watched true. a lot of. I did Family like Family Ties. Family Ties was my favorite, favorite. I mean, I because I am unabashedly in love with Michael J. Fox from day one on Family Ties till today. But I, uh, I've i been watching it as I cook or clean or do whatever in the kitchen. It holds up so remarkably well, and it has a new resonance because now I'm a parent. So we <laughs> watched it from the kids' perspective, right? Oh, their yeah. parents are interfering. That's so annoying. Or And now I'm watching it again. It is so beautifully laid out from the parents' perspective, how much they love their kids and how flawed they are. And they make mistakes and... Oh, it's such oh. a good show. It's laugh out loud funny. It's I cry every other episode. Oh, my which God. Which might help the contact pop out of my eye. Um, okay, that's good. Yeah, get in there. I love it so much. I can't stop watching it. And Jer will say, wait a minute, this one was on the other day and you watched the same episode. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> what? What? Oh, my God. You and I are so, we are such different people. <sighs> I love I it. I can't rewatch it. Television. I mean that's a that's a that's a committed rewatch. Like I still have to get to the rest of lessons in chemistry, but I I okay all right I will I will I will take a gander at it. But also I don't know if I'll find it relatable because you're saying that the parents are making mistakes. <laughs> true, true. You know what I mean. Sometimes uh, they do. Yeah. I don't know if I can connect with that. But Stephen um, Keaton is the best dad in the whole oh, wide the world. Best dad. I do remember thinking that because you know oh. I did not have that relationship necessarily with my parents. I mean, you know, we could, they were good, but they weren't TV right. parents. Right. Those loving parents that like wanted to listen to you talk. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, oh. what? What's that like? <laughs> I, I'm like getting choked up thinking about how many ta- subjects they tackled with humor. I mean, laugh out loud humor, yeah. but yeah. make you cry. They they Aww. covered a lot of different deaths and how each person in the house deals with the death of a loved one or a pet or I mean they just dealt with so many real issues it wasn't it wasn't a fluffy light show it was dug in you're really really inspiring me I I I think I actually really love old school television I loved I loved all of Norman Lear's stuff you know rest in peace R.I.P. 101 I know and still producing television. What a freaking... And still, I don't mean to be shallow, but handsome. Oh, he was yes. so handsome till the very end with his uh, hats and his skinny stylish jeans. Stylish and yeah, well-spoken. I, I went and saw a taping of One Day at a Time, I think when it was probably his 99th birthday or something, mm-hmm. and he was just eloquent, and he mm-hmm. insisted on coming out and talking to the audience. Like, mm-hmm. what a guy. He what was a amazing. class act, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to get old like Norman Lear did. He was really incredible. Yep. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think that old school television is like, it's not as hypey. It's not trying to do, it's not premise driven as much, right? These days, mm-hmm. if you go, well, I want to do a show about a family and their connections, yeah. they'd be like, and what? They're superheroes? Or are they, are they in outer space? Or, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. And I think I really just enjoy that they just do really solid comedy that's very like about things that are very relatable. Yes. So I'm I'm going to give it a shot. I also want to go back and watch. Did you ever watch This Is Us? No. Well, okay. I, I tried. I watched the first few and it you was didn't enjoy too it. schmaltzy for me. Well, it's a dramedy. It's not comedy. It's dramedy. It's, well, it's not, not like... a comedy at all. It's just very schmaltzy. Oh, the tone I... of it was off for me. I wasn't moved. I was rolling. Oh, it was too hallmarky, life yeah. y whatever. Yeah. yeah. I really, uh, I really like it. I, I, oh. I like the, I mean, you know, I, I'm watching it because I'm trying to wrap my head around a one hour mm-hmm. television. Like, how do you do that and have it be funny, but also have it have a lot of heart, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, because I think that's, I like those shows. Okay. So you've inspired me. I'm going to get into family ties. Do and you have I, Pluto TV? You, knew, you seem to know what this is. I, oh, yeah. Everybody has Pluto TV. If you have a Roku, you got the Pluto. Right. Okay. I wasn't really aware of it. I never I, logged I in. I stumbled upon it in my kitchen. and I, And now it's changed my life for the better. So <sighs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, speaking of going to another planet, <laughs> I don't know. Was that a good? Probably not. Huh? I'm not. I haven't had enough coffee, as you, as I mentioned to you yesterday. When we were, I, I'm surprised that we got through, we played How to Be a Broadway Star or Be a Broadway yep. Star, right? Isn't that the name of the game? Be a Broadway Be Star? Be a Broadway Star, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at your house yesterday. Yes. And I'm so proud that we emerged with a friendship intact. I think it's probably because we didn't finish the game. Again, not competitive, just love to play. That's not And true. I will say, that is very That's- true. Every time we play games at the end, you 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 have a score. One of us has to win. You're very competitive. <laughs> I'm just shoving <laughs> your face in the dirt. Just eat it. Um, uh, I will say about Be a Broadway Star that I got to hear Mandy Fabian do a lot of Phantom of the Opera. And that was a real treat. A lot of it. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. The, Even I though our kids that. begged her to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. I, I think the way the critics would say I'm relentless. Yeah? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the word. Because yep. I'm not a soprano. <laughs> not a soprano. Mm-hmm. But yet, yep. mm, getting in there. Okay. Um. So this week, we watched Candy Cane Lane, which is a movie on Amazon. It's a new Christmas movie starring Eddie Murphy and, um, uh, oh, God, Tracy Ellis Ross. And Jillian Bell. And Jillian Bell. And a lot of other people. Ken Marino's in the movie. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, it was it was a really interesting. You know, it's they're all coming out kind of like what I was talking about with the music. They're all coming out trying to come up with the new Christmas classic movie. But this is a story. Well, should we just have Pete? Pete, would you mind playing the trailer? Everybody, listen. This is important. I'm going to show you guys something. And when I show you what I'm going to show you, don't freak out. I can explain. It's magic! It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas! High stakes as neighbors compete for best decorated house on the block. I think this is the house to beat! It's Wow. What's your Christmas wish? I just want to win this thing. I'll take it. 
Signature, please. Ignore all the fine print. It's like you're signing your life away. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Oh, it will be. Rise <laughs> and shine, naughty boy. <laughs> what the hell is all of this? Something's happening. Good morning, sir. Are you real? We all were, until we fell into that elf sick trap. You made your wish. You're in it now. I didn't sign on for this. You literally signed on for this. You gotta read the fine print, man. The terms of service are brutal. Say goodbye to your dad. Why are y'all just like Prince? We're not gonna let her turn your dad into one of those weird Happy Meal toys. No offense, I'm sorry. None taken. A little taken. We are the Carvers. We gotta catch an elf. You messed with the wrong family! We should split up. What do you mean we should split up? Have you never watched a horror film? If you split up, somebody dies. Have you ever died? Oh? It is not fun. That's true. I'd never died, but mom knows. I didn't know you'd die before. Let's go find these rings. Is that who I think it is? Oh my god! Black Santa! New Santa with black, man! Okay. How am I what, if you? Pete, what if in post Pete just goes, I do mind, and then doesn't <laughs> play the trailer? <laughs> well, that's fine. Because, you know. Fine. We don't pay him enough. I mean, he's he could go rogue at any minute. That's true. That's true. He's been getting a little, a little, uh, I, I look at that. I can't even finish the sentence. What's wrong with me today? Well, also, you can't say anything bad about Pete because he is perfection. It's true. That's right. I couldn't even make a joke about it. My my integrity wouldn't let me. Right. Um. So, interesting story. Candy Cane Lane's an actual place in, in Los Angeles, kind of. El Segundo? Yes. The fun of this for me was I know Kelly Younger. I know the writer of this. Mm -hmm. And so I know where he lives. And I will tell you that the neighborhood that has this candy cane lane in the movie looks exactly like his neighborhood. (laughs) And not at all. Does he live down there or is he at our candy cane lane? He's in El Segundo. Is there an actual candy cane lane in El Segundo? Because I know there's one up in Woodland Hills. Right. So that's he... Yes, the, this took place in El Segundo, and I think I looked it yeah. up, and it's real. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yes, he lives down by the airport. I forget what the name of the, like, okay. Manchester, Winchester, Okay, Windward. I don't we don't want to give out his... Uh, he lives on 45... Yeah, 45 Prospect Street. Rolling Hills Road. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an adorable, like, like, you go to his neighborhood, and you're like, what is this little... It feels like an East Coast suburban, like it's just Aww. the prettiest little houses. Um, really cute. Anyway, um, so it was kind of, I thought it was fun, the sort of real aspects of it. And then it had a twisty, turny plot that was like really kooky. I mean, honestly, I felt like I was riding a buck and bronco, you know, going through <laughs> all the, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? But I, I really enjoyed it. Like I found myself really enjoying it. I put my cynical, hat over here and I and I love Eddie Murphy and I now am truly deeply madly in love with Tracy Ellis Ross in a way this was the third one right like I loved her in Blackish I loved her in that movie that we saw that I can never remember the name of it <laughs> but I did love the movie and I can't even remember seeing her in a movie okay did we not watch that together for the podcast I feel like it was a there was a, okay anyway 
We did. We saw a movie with her as the lead and and loved it. I loved it. And then I loved her in this. I Because this was a very family-friendly, very Disney. Like, I feel like it was very in a zone. And, but they managed to sprinkle it with enough adult humor. And she is just, I thought the connection between she and Eddie Murphy was lovely. They seemed playful and they... I, I liked watching them. I just felt like I was not unlike this family ties thing you're talking about. I was like, I like their marriage. I like hanging out with this family. I loved, I thought all the performances were so good. And when there's good acting in a pretty safe, sweet little holiday movie, I was like, okay. And I thought Jillian Bell was hilarious as the elf peppermint who plays the antagonist. She was, she always makes me laugh, but this was like unhinged and funny and the sort of Cruella de Villish and I loved her. Well, I always loved Jillian Bell. So that was a big draw for me, just yeah. knowing she was involved. And I didn't um, know she was in it, so it was a surprise for me. Oh, uh, yeah. I uh, disagree with everything you said. <laughs> Literally every word that just came out of your mouth except Jillian Bell, I disagree with. <laughs> I found the family to be really phony and too saccharine. And I didn't need the Eddie Murphy getting fired or let go. And then uh, I thought the premise was strong about the competitive nature of the neighborhood and everybody trying to outdo each other for Christmas with their lights. And yeah. then the news was going to get involved and there's going to be a winner. And the, that that's what I wanted to see. And then they did this. He got let go from his job and he was going through something. Right. Um, I had a lot of laundry. Uh, but and I have a pet peeve in life and in movies when people uh, call each other babe, baby, babe, babe, baby, babe. And they did that a lot. And to me, that's like, we don't really have a connection. So we're just going to call <laughs> each other baby every five seconds to show you what a connection we have, to show okay. you what a good marriage we have. Well, that's yes. How do you think Patrick and I stay together? <laughs> so I, I did not buy their marriage. Tracy Ellis Ross Always is phony to me. I've never liked her in anything. So I don't know what movie you're referring to. <laughs> Didn't like her on Blackish. Don't like her in this. I but love her so much. The stuff I liked was the fantastical stuff. Jillian Bell somehow has shrunk these other elves and now they're little figurines. Uh huh. They were voiced by uh, Chris Red, who I thought was so funny. Uh, oh, Nick yes. Offerman doing an old timey. British accent. Was his name like Pip or something? His name was Pip. And <laughs> I I don't want to mess it up because I, I didn't even know so it was funny. Nick Offerman until the end. Spoiler alert when they become I, the real people. I have to look. I can't when I hear voiceover and I'm going, oh, who is that? Who is that? I can't not look it up. That's a real I kept thinking it was thing it was a uh, James oh, Corden. Yeah. Not um Corden, yeah. Yeah, no. And then a woman named Robin Seed was oh. the other little. Uh, she was hilarious. I loved her so voice. She was so funny. Okay, she so sounded she's like, like Black Handler. Lady Sketch Show, Second City. So okay. she has a comedy background. They were the fun part of the movie to me. Oh, and and also, uh, you know, pentatonics. Well, that was my favorite, favorite part. <laughs> Somehow pentatonics were also turned into figurines. <laughs> so anytime everyone's like, Oh, we got to go here. Oh, joy. Pentatonics would burst into joy to the world joy and everyone would world. glare at them <laughs> and they would shut up. And it happened many, many times. But yes. because they're pentatonics, I loved it. 
<laughs> yeah. So and I, then someone would go, "What the fa la 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 la." Yeah. They would go, yeah. And uh, but I, I didn't like the real people. I only I wanted to follow these little figurines. Yeah. And their evil, you know, w- wicked elf. Yeah. Uh, Pepper, Jillian Bell. That was interesting to me. I and, also I also yeah. really liked. I mean, even though it was when I say it was a twisty, turny plot, because you have the basic thing of like. You have the basic, you know, antagonist and stakes, right? I think, okay, I have have two thoughts going on at one time. Here's what I'll say. The topsy-turviness of having the 12 days of Christmas tree and then having to recover the ornaments of 10 lords a-leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a-milking. Like, they set it up so that all of these ornaments have come alive and then he has to go get the golden rings from them to... I guess, to not be turned into a small figurine. And so there, it starts, like, the the crisis of the movie starts when he's gotten this 12 days of Christmas tree, and then all of a sudden, they have seven swans a-swimming in their swimming pool, and they have, you know, geese a-laying flying overhead and dropping these giant eggs on people. And I thought, well, that's unusual. I've never seen that song turned into characters in a movie. And I thought, oh, that's clever. Like, mm-hmm. I, even if I hate everything else about the movie at that moment, like, I have never seen that. I've never seen Gisa Lang, right? I mm-hmm. thought, oh, that's a, I didn't hate it, but you know. Then I didn't need the figurines. There were too many plots yeah. going on. You know, the the Christmas tree, the the I'm sorry, the decoration competition. He lost his job and now they're in he didn't want to tell his wife, and his wife is up for a promotion. And so there's that. And then there's the Christmas tree with the ornaments and they're flying all over the place. And the neighbors are trying to compete. And the plus the figurines and it's too many That's true. plots. It was a two and a half hour movie or something. Was it that long? It was very long. I really wish it would have been guy gets c- cursed tree has to get his way out of it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I, I it would almost say, felt like somebody pitched a Christmas movie about Candy Cane Lane and the competition and somebody pitched a movie about a magical tree and some executive who doesn't know what they're doing said, OK, we're just going to combine them. <laughs> I I would agree with you on that. Like I what I loved was I felt like the humor, the voice was really strong. Again, I I know the writer and I know his writing and so I appreciated it. Every time there'd be a little thing I'd be like, "Oh, that's Kelly. That's really he's cl- very very clever in that way." Mm-hmm. And it was adult humor. So there's other movies most of them on Netflix that have tried to be new Christmas classics and I hated them. I just it was too much. Like I feel like that's kind of a symptom of modern Christmas movies. That they're trying to make it a big, you know, it has to be all plot driven and it's not, right? it's not um, just a grounded, simple story. So I, I think that's a symptom of, of Christmas movies getting made these days. I think they're afraid that they're not going to, that it's not going to be exciting enough and people will turn it off because there's so much other content. So I think they sure. jam things full. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I, and they, when you were talking about him losing his job, I agree with you. I thought the whole job thing didn't even need, it was sort of a side thing, Didn't need right? to be there. Right. But then um, in, you know, every screenwriting class, every, and they say this because like when you read about books about like ideas that need to happen, they're always talking about stakes, right? Mm-hmm. And what do you do the stakes of a Christmas movie? Like winning a neighborhood contest for executives or whatever probably wasn't enough, right? They're like, no, there has to be real stakes. And people often go to, well, we're not going to be able to feed our family. But then she was doing very well in her career. So then you kind of go, wait, can they feed their family? They seem to be 
Mm-hmm. Is this a real crisis? Like what? Right. It, you know, it, there was that. But I, I, I would be surprised if somebody was like, no, he needs something bigger than just not wanting to turn into a figurine. He, you know, he needs, mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like they always push for that. There has to be something more stakes. Sure. I just, it, it didn't. Yeah. For me, it just muddied rather than being nice and clear. So if they had just pulling from personal experience, if the family had a slab leak that was going to cost forty, fifty thousand dollars to fix (gasps) and or they, you know, something like that, then that would have been. And then just don't have him lose his job. Maybe he's just an elementary school teacher and doesn't make a ton of money, unfortunately. So they. Or or something with the house. They're going to lose their house unless they win the prize for the right. contest. Um, yeah, that's just true. nice and clean. Just yeah. one little thing instead of the subterfuge is the wrong word. But, the, you know, it just took us out of it. Seeing yeah. her at work took us out of it. I didn't need to see them at work. I didn't. There was a lot I didn't need to see. I wanted more funny with the figurines and, you know. Uh, but that's just my preference. I, I, you know, yeah. I think Eddie Murphy at this point phones everything in. I have no need to see him again. And I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan from the 90s with yeah. Dr. Doolittle and Daddy Daycare. That's when I was a nanny and I would watch those movies over and over and they were great and he was so funny. And now he's just, re- he's just rehashing it. Yeah. He's got a couple moments where he gave his Eddie Murphy like, oh, there's the guy. And then there were times that I was like, ah, oh, not, not quite. Not quite. Right. right. But I think he, I, I'm guilty of that thing, which is um, because he's nostalgic murder. to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, speaking of murder, which of your slabs uh, is leaking? Because I'll, <laughs> I'll come over there and I will mess that slab up. You know what? What I mean? No, that's just a long time ago. It's not happening right now. But oh, it was one of you. those things that turns your life upside down. Yeah. All of a sudden your house is torn apart and it's so much money because yeah. your insurance company won't pay because they're evil. And, you know, so that is evil. Okay, no, which insurance company? They are not up? on my side. I'll oh. tell you that right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, say Brad no Paisley more. and Peyton Manning. They are not on my side. <laughs> but I can't say. I can't say. I wouldn't do that. No, 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 you that. can't. Legally, yeah. you can't. Because I'm pretty no. sure they, don't they sponsor our podcast? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping us safe. <laughs> um yeah well that's i think uh it it was a it was uh, here's what i'm going to say and this is a no this is of no i it was better than i expected because mm-hmm. the last few modern new christmas movies i've watched have not reached the bar up for me of elf yeah. or love actually or and right. and actually the last couple in my opinion have been awful i cannot mm-hmm. even Stay awake. I want to love them so bad. I want that I know, new movie that, that we're jingle, like Let's jangle one. Down. That was terrible. I hated yeah. jingle jangle. Yes, yeah. and I did not enjoy Spirited. You enjoyed it, but I, I did. did not. Yeah, did not enjoy um, it. Now, I asked Delilah about Candy Cane Lane, and she loved it. But she loves everything. Of course. Yes. Did your kids really love it? Like, is it something maybe I'm just grinchy and old and not? It wasn't made for me. I don't know that you're grinchy and old. They loved it. They. Mm-hmm. They gasp at the parts. They laugh so hard at the jokes. Like, they are your dream audience, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's interesting. Here's the other thing. I am genuinely in my life trying to come from a new perspective about this stuff because 
Because the truth is, it's impossible to even get anything made. And there are so many things that you don't know. Like, you don't know about performances. You don't know how many, like, if you hate an actor in something, you don't know how many takes the director made them do. And then they cherry pick the parts that were the worst of what the actor wanted to do. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know what the writer has to go through in terms of rewrites and of them course. shoving extra storylines in and stuff. You know, it's so I'm trying. It's such an amazing, incredible thing when things can even just get made at all that I go, all right, you know what? Somebody somewhere is enjoying this Christmas movie. Some kid is seeing, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross and going like, oh, my God, I could be an actress like her someday. You know, I don't know. It's a it's a it's those things that you go. It, it's not a perfect movie, but it wasn't uh-huh. bad to me. <laughs> it no, wasn't perfect. I agree with I you would, about the muddied storylines. I would love to see his original script. Yeah. And just out of curiosity, yeah. was it more streamlined? And yeah. then little by little, they piled on, piled on, piled on. Yeah. That would, would make sense to me. Yeah. You know, I and I'm, I I, think your friend has got to be extraordinarily talented. I don't know him, but I think that we're here to be critical, right? People listen to us to find out, oh, should I watch this movie or not? Yeah. So it's it's nothing, it's not a knock on anybody. It's just no. this didn't this didn't do it for me. But yes. You yes. Know. Hey, look, I mean, I I I get that. I there because because there are movies like The D Train. I can't mm-hmm. let it go. No, but that's a movie that you genuinely hated and I genuinely right. loved with right. gleeful abandon. So right. that's the whole point even of having opinions or criticisms. It's like, yeah, I think we both agree on the criticism of like, oh, the story, there's a bit much, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, there's a certain like, you're right. I'm not gonna, I, I'll fully say I hate Jingle Jangle. Just didn't do it for me. <laughs> it's right. too much. It's too big. It's all that. Um. But, you know, there's a kind of, I guess I'm I'm really understanding, like, it's hard to make anything good. And, and the business even seems to be scrambling because you can have a great script and a great director and it just falls flat because mm-hmm. of the production team or the timing or the tension on set or, or I don't know. Remember that movie? Um, this is the first time I even became aware of this concept, but it's Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds, I think. Mm-hmm. The Change Up. I love that movie. Yes, I love that movie too. And that movie tanked. Oh, it, yeah? It did not do well. Critics did not love it. They hated the fact that they they had this magic realism of them both peeing in a fountain. And mm-hmm. then they were like, what is that? That's just thrown on there like a writer just decides they're going to change bodies because they piss in a fountain together. Yeah. Across the board, critics, maybe audiences, hated it. It was a flop. And I watched that movie thinking, uh, uh, I like these actors. It's a flop. So I, I'll probably turn it off in 10 minutes. Cackle with laughter. I cackle. Love that movie. I loved every second of that movie. That's a good example to me of going, they actually, to me, for me, did everything right. And it flopped. And why? Yep. Right? What, are you looking up Rotten Tomatoes? Yes. Yes. Wait, but I can't. My screen won't show me the some critics gave it 26%. Yes, they hated it. Yes. An audience says 47%. But when it's on TBS, I will watch it. Oh, no. It was one of my all-time favorite movies. And it and and I thought the performances were good. I thought the yeah. script was great. I thought yeah. the direction was great. Me and that's too. the thing where you go, this is so pleasing to me. 
So what didn't translate? Like, and they must be sitting there scratching their heads because you, right. you could tell they were having so much fun making that movie. Right. And you can tell when they had their premiere, they were like, this is going to be, a, we're going to make a fortune. This is going to be a crazy hit. How could you watch that movie and think it was going to be anything but a huge hit? And it got right. trashed. So okay. it's an interesting thing, right? Like everybody, of course, I don't know. It, that is something that's really interesting to me. And actually, it helps me do anything creative at all and put of anything course. out there at all. Because you go, Because right. you have to know it's not going to please everybody. Right. And if 60% yeah. of the people hate it, because rightfully so, because of whatever their opinions or perspectives are, there might be the other people out there going, but The Change Up is a great movie. They're all wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. I think it's interesting. Totally. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so... uh. Do you want to uh, give it man jobs? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would give it 2.5. There yeah. are funny moments and charm, but it didn't quite all come together. And and I, really, I'm blaming Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross for two of those stars or hand jobs, man jobs. What do we do? <laughs> thumbs whatever. where? We do whatever Where are we thumbs want. going? I don't know. Something. <laughs> but yeah. I love Tracy Ellis Ross. I agree that Eddie Murphy phones it in a little bit. I, I agree. It, he does phone it in a little bit. I love the names of all the kids of their, their Christmas family. How did I have... How No, but how have I never seen that before in a movie? Ugh. Their kids' names are Holly, Nick, right? And his name Joy. is Chris, and she's Carol. And yep. their kids' names are Nick, Holly, and Joy. For a Christmas movie, A Family Obsessed with Christmas? Yeah. Never seen that before. I thought that was really cute. All right. Um, yeah, I you didn't give, it, give like, it man jobs. Oh, there I didn't give go. it like four. I agree with you about the plot. I don't, and it's not a love actually or an elf, but like I, it, I, I chuckled all the way through and my kids, I think I was also influenced by that. Like mm -hmm. when you're watching it with them and they're gasping and loving sure. it, you're like, oh yeah, that's cute. I'm glad they're having such a good time. And anything with pentatonics, I want to put them in all my movies. <laughs> I know. I love pentatonics. <laughs> all right. Well, I have a game, but uh, before we get to that, The Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, music by Ian Post, and engineering by Pete Wright. And guys, you know what I'm going to say. I know you know it. So take a gander at that phone of yours and go on to that Apple podcast and just click on five stars. If you haven't rated us already, um, get personal with it. You know what I mean? Like, we will send you uh, frontal body pics, you know, whatever you need to really get motivated to rate Not us. of our bodies. We want to be judged. Um, <laughs> we're the people that want to be judged. So, uh, and then uh, our review. We would love to hear from you. And that's how we grow. Uh, and also join us on Discord, mandk.com slash Discord. And become a fandy. We love our fandies. They're going to get bonus content and more access to us. And then you can also get your merch at mancave.com slash merch. Holiday gifts aplenty. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a very little, exciting times. Yeah. Maybe if you've forgotten to give somebody oh, right. a gift on Christmas, maybe you could go there and, and, and have them become a fan. What, a, what an amazing gift. Right? <laughs> the gift. Is the season. Of us. <laughs> the gift of us. All right. Well, ho, ho, ho. What'd you call me? That's sorry. a good one. Have you ever I'm done sorry. that before? Sorry. How have I never sorry. heard that before? Oh, I'm not boy. even being, I'm not even joking. All right. Well, tis. Uh, if when I write a Christmas movie, it's going to be slutty, slutty Christmas. That's um, what I'm working on. You know what I think I'm going to do, actually, as bonus content? 
I think I need to share with the Fandies um, my Christmas hit song that I wrote when I was 16 years old. Yes. I saw Mommy kissing Uncle Bob. Yes. Don't you think? Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Okay, maybe I will... Maybe I will record that and then upload it to the Discord. We'll please, see. please, and thank you. Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. So today, for our uh, season festive, I'm very looking forward because today, you and I are probably playing How to Be a Broadway Star or Be a Broadway Star. We're probably playing some Mexican-trained dominoes. We're definitely stuffed, filled with stuffing and mashed potatoes and a lot of pumpkin pie. Yeah. Um, and... You would have given me the gift of a lifetime, and I and I'm wearing my pajamas, and I want to make that very clear all day. It's an all day. I'm affair. wearing my pajamas. Yeah. Yes, of course. You can show yeah. up in your pajamas. That's how I'm we going. Roll. Yes, I did. Duh. I did. Yes, because people did. are listening to this on Christmas, and I did yes. show up in my pajamas. By now, we're basking in the glow of you having given me a very thoughtful gift, and me having tried to manage to remember to somehow get a Christmas gift, which I'm terrible. I love at every the gift year. we're giving you. By the way, we're of course. It's oh. always that way. You gave me the best birthday gift, which is in this house, we play Taylor's version, which is yep. proudly, it's a, a welcome, welcome mat that yep. is sitting proudly in front of my door. All right. Um, today, though, I'm interested in your preferences. This is not necessarily a candy cane lane, but, you know, somebody, there's winners and there's losers, and it's based mm-hmm. on their preferences. So good transition, right? So we're going <laughs> to play a game of preferences. And also, just because I'm very curious about you, I want to know more. So this, we're going to play, sweet. Would you? would you rather? Yes. Okay. Simple yes. little game. Yep. Take your time or don't take any time at all. This might be a gut reflex kind of thing, but would you rather, okay, in life, would you rather be a burper or a farter? It's a it's a question because I've known burpers and I've known farters and I think I'm one. I'm definitely to. one and I would rather be the other one, I think. Okay. Interesting. Which one are you? We have to talk about it? Yeah, I do. I think we do. <laughs> Oh, I'm a farter. Me too. Okay. Yeah, I I very rarely burp. Yeah, but me too. So, but every time I do, I think of my mother because my mother was a burper. Oh, okay. Big time, a lot of burping. And Mm. I, you know, but the thing is, I think I'd rather be a farter. And here's why. Nobody knows when you're farting, but everybody knows when you're burping. Like you have to stop mid-sentence and you have to do that thing. Farting doesn't gross me out. It just smells bad, but burping grosses me out. And farting yeah. doesn't always smell bad. Like, I don't know what's going on in this magic machine you're looking here before you, but like sometimes <laughs> it's just an expression. It's like a yawn, okay? Or a cry. It's like, it's just intention that's in and needs to get out. It can be very satisfying too. Yeah. When you feel it build and then you let it rip. And I did that once with, and I have like terrified the new kitten. He'll be sitting <laughs> on me and I will rip and he is, I mean... That cartoon cat where they jump up and all their fur goes up and the tail and the, yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. My dogs don't care at all when I can get one like that. But um, the other day, I don't know, I think it was due to, I think I had a bean burrito for lunch or something like that, right? And I was at the school, at the middle school, doing costumes for the kids. And I I just kept sort of like squeaking out, thank God they didn't smell. But there was just like, you know, like those little things. I couldn't help it. And I thought, oh my God, I'm the old lady who farts. I love it. (laughs) Who farts and and like, I just pretended like I couldn't hear it and it didn't happen. And so did everyone around me, thank God. And I I still imagine that maybe they didn't hear it. But if they did, now I'm that woman. Like, she's really nice and she volunteers a lot, but she has the worst gas. Well, that's... (laughs) One of the reasons this works so well. I agree. And yeah, you mean the fact that we're in separate booths? 
Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Why do you uh, think I light a candle? Uh, oh, that's good. All right. Okay, so we we won't spend as much time on each one, but all right. Would you rather be an ice skating champion or run your own bookstore? Huh. Mm-hmm. I asked the big questions, it's Mandy. It's such a strange, uh, I wasn't expecting it to take that turn. <laughs> well, they're both um, wonderful options, aren't they? They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they're I both run my own work. bookstore. Get to be with the people, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Connect with your community. Okay, yes. that's an interesting You know choice. I'm a people person. I would love to sit and talk books and... You have to be there like, Saturday and Sunday because when okay. it's Mandy's books, they want you there. Yeah. I can only that's be right. there every other weekend, you know. Because you're an ice skating champion. Because I'm an ice skating champion, right. of course. Right. Wouldn't want to, with the Dorothy Hamill haircut and the... Aww. And then I would go blind and people would throw flowers at me and they'd be like, look out for the flowers. Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch that movie? Oh, no. Is that Ice, ice castles? castles? I know the the theme. Jesus Christ, you've never watched Ice Castles. <laughs> okay, there may be an assignment coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Choices. It's all about choices. Be a Broadway star or a movie star. Broadway star. Yeah. I easy. Say no more. Right. I'm inclined to agree with you. I would have thought maybe mm-hmm. movie star because you're so famous, you get free shit. And that's just not true for Broadway stars. Right. You, you know, you talk about a Broadway star, people are like, who's that? Right. Unless they've been in a movie, nobody knows about them. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I think you made the right choice. All right. This is Thank just you. a, which are you? What are you? Toyota or Honda? You have to choose one. Well, I drive a Toyota. So mm-hmm. I will say Toyota. I thought you drive the Lex Drived. Did you hear what just happened? <laughs> what did I just do? Didn't you just done dive dived a Lexus? I do drive a Lexus. That's a Toyota. It is? Yes. Oh, it's a fancy Toyota. Yes. Still a very quality vehicle. All right. Well, then we share that. I'm a Toyota. I know we've talked about this before, and I think I know the answer, but you're, it's Bo Duke or Luke Duke. Which one? Bo. Yeah, you were always Bo. Yeah. All right. Well, it's thus this I, I'm not going to apologize for it. I don't, I'm not asking for an apology. I loved him. It's just that Tom Wopat was a musical theater guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds? Oh. That's tough, right? Oh, it's tough. I lose sleep I'm at night more, with this question. I mean, this is, I'm more attracted to Gosling. Interesting. And, and Gosling can be very, very funny, but I love Ryan Reynolds' sense of humor. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. I, I'll say Gosling. I'll let you have Reynolds. Okay, interesting. It's a, it's a surprising shock to me too. I'm, yeah, I thought yeah. first. I thought I would no sooner have stopped the sent the end of Reynolds, and you would have been Ryan Reynolds because yeah. he just seems like your type. Ryan Gosling yeah. does all that deep shit. He does deep shit. Yeah, but he sings and dances. Oh yeah, I enjoy him too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, He's funny. all right. I'll take Ryan Reynolds because he would. Yeah, never. Stop making me laugh. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Emma Stone or Emma Thompson? Thompson. Yeah, I think I agree. I love mm-hmm. Emma Stone. Love her. This is no shade on Emma. Lo- no. Let's be clear. Love just, Emma Stone. It's just but Emma, Emma Thompson. Thompson, right? Oof. Yeah. Just Oof. everything about her. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you rather have one thing that made you super famous or do a million little things that make you medium Famous. Definitely like, a million things. I'm not, fame does not interest me whatsoever. Really? Just getting to do what I love interests me and being mind bogglingly rich. 
okay, but you're not <laughs> mind boggling. That's what I'm saying. The one thing would have made you filthy rich, but a million no, little things I, wouldn't have. You still would have wanted to work and not have yes, the, okay. Yes, I want, right. yeah. Okay. This is a no-brainer, and I already know I know the answer, but I had to say it because it's an interesting question, and I want our listeners to ask themselves, would you rather be Ben Folds or Ben Platt? <laughs> For me, it's Ben Platt. Obviously. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For me, it's yes. definitely Ben Folds. Yes. I'd give anything to, like, play the piano like that and tour and, like, choose, like, you know, uh, uh, like have a wife and then dump her and then have another one, maybe. I don't know. Has he's he done married, that? Like, huh? Oh, I don't know anything about his personal life. I didn't. I think Ben Folds has been married like four times. Oh. I think a lot of those songs are based on personal experience. All right. Oh. Here we go. This is going to be tough, and I hope we still have a friendship after this. Okay. Oof. Tay Diggs, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Or Daryl McCormick. Oh, the hot guy from... Um, yeah. From Bad Sisters and from uh, well, it's Tay Diggs. I can't what? even though I know things about him that I that he's not he's not marriage material. I'll put it that way. Uh, but yeah. I am unapologetically still hot for Tay Diggs. Okay, okay. I love Daryl McCormick, and it's you know it's not just those piercing eyes. It's the Irish. It's the Irish accent. Yeah, I would die for him. I jump in yes. in front of a bus. I, I can't really do the Irish accent right now, but I'll get it. When I'm in the UK, I'll nail that down. All right, here yeah. we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Would you rather name your son Daryl or wear a bikini to the mall? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll fuck Hillary Clinton. Is that still an option? <laughs> so neither of those. You were like, nope. Can't do it. Can't do either. But you I mean, have to. You have to pick one. To my, okay. Sorry, Casey. Your new name is Daryl. <laughs> okay, ready? I would prefer it if, if it were a daughter named Daryl. I think that's pretty cool. But okay. <laughs> oh, that is cool, actually. That is a good name for a girl. Interesting. But spelled with an E. I think we can agree. Okay. Um, Jodie Foster or Jodie Picoult? Do you say that last name? Do you say the, the T? The author? Picoult? Yeah. Jodie Foster. I don't know. You might have been a Jodie Picoult fan. Not particularly. Would you rather be Jodie Foster or Jodie Picoult? Foster. Is it Picoult or Picoult? Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. Would you rather be a magician or a manicurist? Magician. Mm. Interesting choice. Okay, that's that's not a steady income. No. You don't get to talk to people. Like, you have to constantly. Well, yeah, you do. Well, I guess that's true, but not, you know. In a, in a, in you a, would be a manicurist rather than a magician? No, I'd totally be a magician. All right. Yeah. Would you rather celebrate Christmas all year or have every day be New Year's Day? Oh, Christmas all year. I love Christmas. Okay. Interesting. I'm a New Year's Day gal. Christmas is too stressful because of all the And yet you literally gifts. never come to our New Year's Day party. Ever. Because okay. no, New Year's Day is my favorite holiday. And I, I, we have like a, it's a magic day. It's a running around day. I don't I don't like to be social. Like I don't go to parties. I know it's All crazy. Right. Um, but this year I'm gonna be out of town. All right. Last question. You ready? Yes. Would you rather fuck Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell Santa or David Allen Greer Santa? Oh <laughs> you have to pick one. That's a strange <laughs> choice. Uh I'll the fuck two. Kurt Russell. Okay. Okay. I'd rather fuck Goldie Hawn. I mean, but I figure that's my in. So 
<laughs> I thought they were both very sexy as Santa. And I probably <sighs> would have sex with David Allen Greer Santa. So we're different in that way. Yes. I, he surprised me as Santa. I really enjoyed his performance. All right. Um, well, that's it. That's all I got for you. I feel all like right. I know you better. Mission yes. accomplished. Yes. Yes. Happy, I, Merry Christmas. One last time. I enjoy sharing myself with you. I know. And I cannot wait to watch this next thing that we're going to watch. Okay. I don't remember if you've seen it already. And if you have... Screw you. Tough shit. you got to watch it again. <laughs> it came out, at a, I think, during the strike. So we, we didn't see it. I didn't see it. Okay. And I heard nothing but hilarious things about Bottoms. Oh, yes. Bottoms. Okay. Yes. And I, very excited. I think it's going to be fantastic. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. It's a so it's a great movie. It beat me. It beat my film out of a lot of festivals and oh. really had the life that I ooh. Oh, that's okay. You know Ouch. what? I'm not I don't care. I'm going to yeah. watch it and love it and it's got actors in it that I love and I'm excited to see it. It's going to be great. All right. Yeah. So I'll see you next week. Okay. See you next week. <laughs> 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 <laughs>